Welcome to the LDN Radio Show, brought to you by the LDN Research Trust. I'm your host, Linda Elsigood. I have an exciting lineup of guest speakers who are LDN experts in their field. We will be discussing low-dose naltrexone and its many uses in autoimmune diseases, cancers, etc. Thank you for joining us. I'd like to introduce Dr. Craig Hauser from Maryland in the U.S. Thank you for joining us, Craig. Well, thank you for having me. Could you tell us when you first heard about LDM? Sure. Um, I've been prescribing LDN probably for about a year and a half and had found out about it a little bit before I started prescribing it. I, um, I guess my start with it would be uh, probably about eight years ago when all uh, good things had to come to an end and I started having my own medical issues and I started studying complementary and alternative medicine. I trained with people like Dr. Weil out of the University of Arizona and also through the Institute of Functional Medicine and finally switched my practice to integrative and functional medicine last summer. And that's about the time where I really started um, utilizing LDN to its fullest extent when I opened the door last July. Um, at that time, I was, as you can imagine, I was flooded by autoimmune patients. My practice is uh, a very kind of a unique specialty practice. I don't see everybody. So, for instance, I don't see cancer patients. Um, I haven't started seeing multiple sclerosis uh, yet either, um, but I do um, see probably oh, 90% autoimmunes from Hashimoto's to Sjogren's to fibromyalgia. So from those patients that you've been prescribing LDN for, what have the results been so far? Well, the results have been wonderful. Um, I titrate my patients pretty rapidly. So I'll, um, currently I start out at a 1.5 milligram dose for a week, and then I'll go up to 3 milligrams for a week, and then hold at 4.5 milligrams. And I found that response to be, um, their response to be fairly variable, but I think that's partly due to the patients that I attract. So oftentimes I'll see someone that notices improvements in the first few weeks to a month, um, but some you know may take up to three months. If they don't start improving by that time, I, I start to grow skeptical on the benefits of LDN for that particular patient. But I'll often go as long as six months before stopping it. And uh, if the LDN doesn't work, I definitely revisit their case history and make sure that they truly have an autoimmune condition, that I haven't missed something else. Mm -hmm. I would say, though, there are some patients that find a lower dose works better for them. Not everybody gets up to 4.5. So some patients even stick as low as, you know, one and a half. Some some say two, and when they go higher than that, they don't feel as good. So maybe if the patient you feel isn't responding, maybe lowering the dose might be something to consider. I think that's a great point, and I do definitely find that not infrequently that I can't move beyond 1.5 or even 2 milligrams, and that's where 
if you switch from the pills to the liquids, that mm-hmm. you can titrate that dosage a lot more yes. um, specifically and really, you know, get it tight for their their need. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I totally agree with you. I think that's a wonderful point. And side effects. Have any of your patients reported any side effects to you? For the most part, most have been tolerating LDN very well. For the majority of the time I prescri- I've been prescribing it, I I actually started out straight at 4.5 milligrams just because, you know, the majority of the studies were done at that. With the exception being Hashimoto's, I always titrate them up pretty slow so I don't send them into a hyperthyroid state. But um, other than a week or so of vivid dreams, most have handled it pretty well. The most difficult part to prescribing LDN for me has been working around the patient's opioid schedules so that the two don't conflict with one another. And I've had um, patients that like to take their narcotics at bedtime to help with their pain during their sleep, so I've had to adjust the LDN to a morning dosage, which actually has worked just fine. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'd say maybe 10% of the time patients either can't titrate up to the 4.5 or when I was starting right at that can't handle it. So, um, like, like we said before, I've had to, um, back them down as far as the, the, you know, the patients that you hear about that just can't tolerate LDN altogether. Those have been extremely rare, um, with, I think I've only had one that, um, said she could tolerate it, and I think that's really just I didn't have enough of an opportunity to adjust her dosage to um, something that more suited her. Mm-hmm. So what would you say is the best filler, in your opinion, for LDN? Where where do you get your LDN compounded? Ah, well, we've... <laughs> It's an interesting question because I've had um, I have a local compounding pharmacy that's five minutes from my office that does only liquids, and so that's actually how I started out. Mm-hmm. And then um, patients started asking for um, capsules because they wanted to travel, and it would just be easier to travel um, with the pills. So I had to start looking elsewhere, and I went to another local compounding pharmacy and. Um, for the first two patients who were on liquids that switched to the pills, they both came back to me and they were both at 4.5 milligrams and they both came back and said, Oh my goodness, you'd not believe the vivid dreams that mm-hmm. I had on the pills. And, um, so I, you know, which raises a lot of questions Were were they, was the liquid not at 4.5? Was the pills above that? You know, which, was it a filler in the pill that was messing with it? You know, I, I always check and make sure that there's no calcium carbonate fillers and that they're not using a, a slow release form. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you, you know, unless you're making it yourself, you never know for sure. So I've actually switched to um, some of the recommended um, U.S. pharmacies that are that have been doing it in other states. So there's one down in Florida and one up in uh, New Hampshire that I've been using to try and get more of a consistent product. Mm -hmm. So if a prescribing doctor contacted you to ask your opinion of LDM, what would you say? 
I'd say uh, send all your patients to me. I'll be happy to <laughs> prescribe it. <laughs> uh, I, I absolutely love the uh, medication, and I um, not that I wish I had my own autoimmune disorder, but I've often thought of taking it myself because I think the benefits to your um, your overall health, the possibility of some preventative medicine possibly. Uh, I'm hoping that studies in the future will keep showing um, some additional benefits from LDN. So uh, I often think I would like to take the medicine myself. So for another provider, I I, um, I ask them to be open-minded about it and not be influenced by big pharma and their synthetic products that, you know, take multi-millions of dollars to sell and look at this um, small product that's inexpensive to patients and it has had amazing effects. And on top of it has virtually no negative side effects. Mm -hmm. You were telling me, other than Marilyn, that you're licensed in Virginia and Pennsylvania. If patients aren't able to get to you and would like a consultation, would you be able to do a Skype consultation? Yes, absolutely. I, I do that quite frequently with my patients that have longer drives or are traveling from out of state. I, I do prefer that we have our first visit face-to-face -face so that we can set up that doctor-patient relationship. And um, my first appointment's pretty lengthy. It's usually an hour to an hour and a half. So it it gives us a good chance to really delve into their medical issue without having to worry about any um, technical issues from a video or um, you know communication standpoint. But after that, I'm more than happy to um, see patients through a Skype interview. Mm -hmm. And how do patients get hold of you? They can go through my website. I'd actually recommend that they check out the website and explore all the tabs because I explain my practice. I'm an adult practice and um, 18 and up, and I've got a few other things on there that they might find interesting and a little bit of education. It's www.hauserhealth.com and Hauser is H-A-U-S-E-R. And they can contact us through the website or they can call us directly at 240-670-4802. I'd like to introduce Dr. Sahar Swiden from the United States. Thank you for joining me, Sahar. Thank you for having me. Could you give us your qualifications, please? I mean, you are very um, well-versed in LDN, and it's a privilege to have you here with us today. So I, uh, my background is I have a Doctor of Pharmacy degree by training, and then I went on to complete the, an advanced uh, postdoctoral fellowship in biopharmaceutics and gastroenterology. Uh, my clinical practice area has been really in pain management, so we round with uh, physicians to really try to make recommendations to physicians on some treatment options for pain patients and trying to, to get the pain under control. I was actually privileged to visit Europe a lot in my younger, in uh, when I was you know, younger and currently. And so I really became infected with their uh, different methodology of teaching more in the wellness preventative medicine side or in the physiological basis for treatment of disease. So 
they, you know, different than what, what I always called band-aid medicine. You have a symptom, you give people a drug. Um, so I became fascinated in physiological-based medicine, and then I became involved with the American Academy of Anti-Aging and Regenerative Medicine, the A4M in the United States, which are really the pioneers and leader in teaching doctors around the country and the world in physiological and um, functionally-based medicine. And so I do a lot of education and teaching. I'm one of their uh, um, core faculty for teaching a lot of different curriculum for physicians around the country. And like I said, we have physicians in our curriculum really that come from all over the world. I do approximately about 100 lectures nationally and internationally, mainly in physiological medicine, hormone replacement, and pain management. And that's how I really came across. Obviously, learned a lot about naltrexone because of my pain management expertise and some of the articles that I published and became very interested when the data was hitting basically the media and um, our clinical publications on low-dose naltrexone and the really interesting clinical use for patient care. Mm -hmm. And how open-minded are doctors towards learning about LDN? So I think initially, just like with anything new, because they don't know, they have not heard of it, nobody has really taught them, because again, this is not something that's commercially available, as you know, it's something that has to be compounded by specialty pharmacies. So a lot of doctors really do not have exposure to this knowledge or this new information. Uh, most of the doctors in general get a lot of their continuing education, obviously through seminars or sometimes from our drug reps that will visit their office to inform them of new medications that have been approved by the FDA and, and proper uses for it and so on. And just because LDN, I think, obviously is not a commercially available drug, really there was definitely a lack of knowledge. And so initially they were skeptical, never heard of it. What is it? What can it do? You know, the typical stuff that they always want. Do we have large studies on this? Has this been studied in large population, double-blinded, placebo-controlled trials, and so on? Um, now it's becoming very well expected, you know, um, accepted, I think, definitely. You know, when we teach about it, you know, a lot more people have heard of LDN, so I do think our grassroots efforts and movements are definitely making a difference in physician knowledge and patient knowledge of, you know, the many phenomenal uses of LDN. And it was so funny, I was telling, I was um, kind of speaking to a doctor a couple of days ago and was telling him about the many, you know, obviously great effects of LDN. And then he goes, can you tell me why um, everybody in the world is not on this. And I'm like, we probably should be because, you know, it's such an anti-inflammatory, in my opinion, and that immunomodulatory because everybody's so, I think, immunomodulated the, in bad ways and inflamed nowadays. So, um, and, and I said, I, I agree with you. I do think it will help really, hum it'll help humanity tremendously now. <laughs> mm -hmm. When you're teaching, what conditions do you cover mainly? So definitely, you know, because of my expertise in pain, I really try to teach them the various, um, you know, pain trials with LDN. Obviously, fibromyalgia is big. Crohn's disease, even though it's a gastroenterology disease, as you know, there's a lot of pain and issues with it. And really, LDN knowledge, first, 
really came to us, and I think especially in the United States, through its treatment in Crohn's disease. Next, I think autism is where it, it made the next biggest splash in the U.S. But now, you know, cancer, obviously thyroid and Hashimoto's, you know, pain management. I think that's where now it's really exploding is the use of LDN in the various pain syndromes. And again, because I speak a lot in the pain management arena, um, I think, again, thank God, our grassroots efforts of teaching, if you will, have, are making a huge difference now. And we have tons more people calling, hey, what is this? Where can I learn more? And um, all that good stuff. So I think um, that's how it really, I saw it evolve, at least in the United States. Mm-hmm. Well, that's amazing, isn't it? I mean, getting the word out there, like you're saying, grassroots, um, it is becoming more well-known than it was. Um, the LDN Research Trust has been going now 12 years, and there were only about 400 people in the UK taking LDN when I started. Um, there are at least 10,000 now, so that number has grown considerably with the knowledge of LDN. Yeah, exactly. And I just think, you know, it's more just continue with teaching, you know, and, and, you know, physicians, what I find are very grateful once you teach them this new knowledge, they're very grateful and excited to really try something that's fairly benign on the spectrum from a side effect point of view, as we know, compared to some of the other medications that we use in that arena, especially on the low dose naltrexone side, you know, it's a fairly well tolerated benign and the benefits definitely outweigh the risks with this, you know, which is important when we select a treatment plan for a patient. Mm-hmm. Well, that's amazing. Thank you very much. Thank you very much for sharing your experience with us. Any questions or comments you may have, please email me, linda, L-I-N-D-A, at ldnrt.org. I look forward to hearing from you. Thank you for joining us today. We really appreciated your company. Until next time, stay safe and keep well.